Hi everyone, my name is Amanda Lise Love and I'm a registered holistic nutritionist and today's guest is Lisa. So welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm so excited to have you. I would love to know, I always ask this question to every single guest, what is your backstory of how you got into what you're doing today? <laughs> well, my backstory is, let's see, where do I start? I grew up as a healthy, fit athlete. And um, I also, when I was a very, very little girl, I had some kind of mystical experiences, people might say, but it was really just being who I truly am. When I would go to bed at night, I would just lay there and I would become part of the unified field of unconditional love. I would just be in this, in space, this non-physical space. And I knew that that space was permanent, everlasting. And that was what really truly is. It's where we come from and it's where we go back to when we leave our bodies. And so from that space, I could see the history of humanity. I could see that humans were fighting each other over like whose God was better than whose and, you know, all kinds of things. And I could see that, um, that this society was really kind of messed up <laughs> from, from that perspective that, you know, the whole universe act is in harmony and balance and this planet is not. So, um, you know, I was, I always knew there was more to life than what meets the eye. So, but I also knew that historically people that, that came and preached, you know, unconditional love or taught universal laws, they usually were the ones that kind of got beheaded or hung on a cross or dunked as witches or so. I also knew that like knowing what I knew was inherently not as safe as one would want it to be. <laughs> so um, I just kind of buried everything that I knew as a really little kid and just tried to do what society expects and tried to fit in. But, and my safe space was on the ice. I grew up as a figure skater. And so I, as a figure skater, I had this body that was super strong and fit and, and flexible and could jump through the air and spin like a top and do all kinds of really cool stuff. So, you know, I knew that that was my normal body blueprint, but as I got older, um, you know, and tried to do adulting in this crazy mixed up society, you know, trying to figure out the money thing and what I was supposed to be doing in this world. And, you know, I wasn't faring so well as an adult. Like I just, I could never figure out where it was that I was supposed to fit in and what it was I was supposed to do because everything that, that society says that we need to do like it just, it never made any sense to me. So I started to really struggle when I was in my late twenties, my thirties. And, you know, by the time I was 40, my, my healthy fit body, the, my size eight body went to, had gone to a size 16. 
when I looked in the mirror, I, I had no idea who I even was. Like I didn't even recognize myself. And pretty soon I found myself facing cancer. And at that point, it was like, wow, this is where the rubber hits the road. You know, what do I do? And I had watched many people go through chemo and, you know, I had seen the effects of chemo on their bodies. I could see, um, you know, the hair falling out. I watched people get thin. I watched some people didn't make it through the chemo, um, you know, and I really didn't like those odds. I didn't like any of the things that were on the prepaved medical route. I didn't like waiting in doctor's offices. I didn't like filling out paperwork. I didn't like the idea of putting toxic chemicals in my body until my hair fell out. Like I, you know, and I didn't like those odds. And, and I also wasn't interested in remission because remission inherently means that they're looking for it to come back. There's just, it's like a little stay of execution. And right. I was really interested in knowing how to get my own body to heal itself. I wanted to be master of my own health. I wanted to know how to heal my own body because I knew that if I could figure it out once, I could figure it out every single time. And I knew that if I could heal my own body, that disease was not going to be an issue anymore. And I just wanted the whole thing done and gone. I didn't want to have to face cancer or any other disease ever again. So that became my goal. And I knew that in order for that to happen, I couldn't go the medical route because that they don't offer that on the medical. No, they don't. So, so that was that was pretty much my journey. That's where it all began. That's an incredible journey. And like you mentioned, so with the cancer, how many years ago was that for you? Oh, uh, linear time is a little odd. My I I wrote my book called The Simplicity of Self Healing. Um, I wrote this in 2013, so it was a couple of years before that. <laughs> wow. And how did you, when everybody was telling you, you're probably, you had family and friends probably telling you, do the chemo, do all this. How did you say? I no? didn't, I didn't discuss it with anybody. Oh, like, you didn't? Nope. I knew that if I had, if I had spoken about it to to family or friends that I would be getting pressure from all sides. And it's like, I, there, I was in such a delicate, fragile state by that point, you know, emotionally, right. that I knew there was no way I was ever going to survive if, you know, if everybody knew what was going on with me. So I just, I just kept it to myself and I just, did what I needed to do for myself. And what, how did you first start? What did you do first? Um, my first thing was I, I really assessed the situation and I kind of thought I, I, I went from this perspective. I thought if I was the only one on the, in the world, if nobody else was around and I was in this situation and I had to rely on myself. What would I do? 
So I went from that and then I thought, all right, what do I actually know about what's going on in my body? You know, without, if I was the only one in the world and this, this was happening, what would I know about it? And what I knew for certain was that my body was out of balance because I was out of balance. And so I knew instinctively that my answer was to bring myself back into balance. And at that point, I hearkened back to what I knew when I was two and three years old, when I would just be part of the unified field. And I knew that if I could get myself back into that state of consciousness, that state of awareness, my true state of being, that everything would come back into alignment. So I started, I kind of started working backwards and was like, well, if I'm an infinite being, what are the things that are, are making me be out of balance? And I started looking at all of the thought patterns, all of the energies, and I started to, to learn how to clear them out. How did you clear them out? So I started studying, um, I started studying alchemy and energy. I started to, um, to learn how to see things in terms of energy and frequency. And I started to um, learn how to ground and balance my energy. I started to, um, to just use the tools that I was learning to clear out my energy field. And every day I would, I would meditate and every day I would balance my energy. I would, I would ground and clear my field. And every day I would ask the question, what do I need to know about this in order to change it? And the more I asked the question and got quiet, the finally the answer just dropped in. And it became completely obvious to me what to do. What tools did you use? Really, the, the main tool that I used was my own awareness. Yeah. I started just, I really started to, to dive into my own, my own consciousness. I started to ask a series of really powerful questions so that I would get the answers that I actually needed. You know, at first I was like, why me? Why is this happening to me? You know, <laughs> and then the whole I really, victim mentality. Yeah. I was like, I actually don't really need the answer to that. <laughs> like, well, I think no matter whatever your health issue is, everyone always is like, oh, poor me. I have this illness and stuff. And it's like, well, it's not serving you to be the victim. But I think sometimes people get pity and stuff. So that's why they, and they get the attention. So then they're like, well, I'm going to go playing cause I'm, I'll get the attention and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really easy to fall into victim mode. I mean, I, that's where I was starting, you know, I was like, this is so unfair, <laughs> you know? but you know, what I really realized was that that we're the creator of our own reality. And I realized that I had generated this, like it was my own creation. And I realized that if I had created this, I could also uncreate it. And I could create something far better than what I had created. 
And I realized I had been creating in reactor reaction mode. You know, I had just been reacting to life and creator mode is, is the opposite. <laughs> Cause I think we react to life and stuff and we're going through so much right now in the world with just like COVID and like the prices are going up everywhere and everything. And it's like, we can't control it. And we're all, you can't, you just can't like just react. You have to create whatever positive things in your life. Yeah. It's like, we can't, we can't control the external world. No. We can control ourselves. We can control our own energy. Yeah, and I think that's the big thing. We can control what we do every day. We can't control the external stuff. And I have a friend, and he's like, well, this is going to happen. And he's been telling me this for, like, months, months, months. And I'm like, I can't control that. I can't control what the government's going to do or what the prices are going to go up. I can't control that. I can only control what I do each day and how I make people feel. Exactly. And how I allow myself to feel. Yeah. Now, that's the biggest thing. You know, like we have the ability to feel good. Like we can feel good at any point in time. Like I can, I create my own environment and, you know, I can feel peaceful, happy, calm, curious, enthusiastic at the drop of a hat. <laughs> I, you know, it's like I, think, I have the choice. I think that's the big thing is that people do have a choice and you could say no to the things that aren't making you happy and put in the people in your life who are happy and stuff. Those are the people that you want to be around. It, it, you just are attracted to those people. Exactly. You know, the law of attraction says that like attracts like. So the more we create peace and calm and happy in ourselves, we attract people of that same vibration. And we attract circumstances that reflect that as well. I, I totally agree. And it's like, it's interesting because I have some friends who are more like buddy and worried about buddy. And then I have the one friend and I'm like, like, it's just like, it's a totally different situation when people, when someone's like super happy compared to other people who are so worried in life. Yeah, I used to be one of those that worried constantly about money and where it was going to come from and all of this. And which was basically was where my whole health issue came from, was just right. living in that constant state of stress and worry. And I finally realized that, wait a second, you know, this we are infinite beings. We are literally... <laughs> source in bodies like and there's real there's literally nothing wrong with who we are we've been created 
in the image and likeness of the creator, whatever you want to call that. And as the soul, we are perfect and we are the soul, you know, and when we start to operate from that higher aspect of ourselves, rather than from the pre-programmed mind, we start noticing all of the programming, all of the things that we have been taught to believe that aren't even true. I like how you said that because we are created by the creator and we're here on earth for a purpose. And I feel like I read something in a book yesterday. It was talking about just like you have to be grateful for just getting up and breathing because we take that for like oh that's just a midday thing but the creator gave you breath to do whatever you're supposed to do that day and you know as soul as souls we are each completely totally unique and we are each wanted by we wouldn't have been created if creator didn't think we were a good idea to begin with <laughs> so right you know, we are each created with a purpose and a meaning, and we each have we we each chose to be here right now. We chose to have these experiences, you know. And but this this society that we live in, they, there's all kinds of rules and regulations and ideas and you know what you have to do and what you should do and when you should do it and how you should think and what you should think. And it's this so is exhausting. It is. And once you realize, like, wait a second, like, I don't actually need to live in this society. Like, I can do my own thing and <laughs> I don't have to let the society tell me what to do or who to be. You know, I can choose that. And, you know, part of my part of my journey, my healing journey was when I didn't choose the, the, the normal path right. to healing, I went a completely different direction. And because I didn't take the pre-paved route, I ended up seeing totally different sites than what everybody else that takes that normal route does. And what I saw was that when I got my mind really quiet and when I asked for guidance, when I asked, what do I need to know about this? The answer came and the answer was, hey, Lise, your body's not being attacked by a disease. Your body is actually trying to help you. Your body has produced this cancer for a reason. And if you actually trust your body, instead of running in fear from this cancer that's attacking right. you, if you actually recognize that your body is trying to help you, you and your body can work together and your body knows exactly what to do to heal itself. So in that moment, I realized that that was actually what was true that there was biological purpose and meaning to what my body was doing. And the medical model tells us that our bodies are broken, that our bodies are being attacked by some disease. And we're all taught to fear the disease, look for the disease, try to prevent the disease. 
Yeah. Disease isn't even a real thing. It's not even what's happening to our bodies. I loved the part. I loved when you said, listen to your body, but it also, I think just listening and just like, what do I need? Cause I think a lot of times, and I've been told this a couple of times, like you just need to be quiet. And a lot of times we just don't, we aren't quiet with our thoughts and what's going on. And we're just like, okay, I have this, this, all of this stuff to do. And I'm just going to be super busy, but we need to really take time just to like sit down and like spend 10 minutes, just like listening and saying, Oh, like what's going on? Just taking a break. Absolutely. We're body, mind, and soul. And the mind is the program. It's the, it's the repository of all of the information that has been shoved in there since we were children. You know, we were shoved off to school and then that mind just opens up and they just shove all kinds of information in there, useless information for the most part. You know, a lot of the information that has been shoved in there isn't even remotely accurate. So now we have this mind that is just filled with stuff, you know, and, and most of it is contradictory. So we're just like bouncing around inside the mind. The soul is outside the mind. The yeah. soul exists beyond the mind. And when we quiet that mind and get that out of the way, we can simply know everything that we need to know because we access our higher wisdom. We access universal knowledge when we stop thinking. I think, I think that's the thing too. We all are always thinking at stuff. Yep. So, so what do you suggest people do to quiet their mind? So the first thing that I did was I started to follow my breath be, and I started to give my mind a job. It was like, watch where the breath comes in and watch where it goes and then direct the breath through the body. And then I started doing that with energy and I would start bringing energy in and I would start filling my chakras with energy and I started directing the energy. And you can't think and direct energy at the same time, like they're mutually exclusive. So when you start noticing the energy and you start working with energy and you start consciously moving energy through your body and filling cells with living life force energy and light, you start to think in a different way because you start getting really quiet and you just start becoming aware of energy because we all have a light body. Uh, an energy body, a non-physical body. It's, it is form and structure before it comes into physicalness. The physical body is the, is the density, but we also have a light body, which is the chakra systems, the meridians, all of those things, the non-physical part. And the easiest way to notice that is to notice our angel wings. And when we start to notice the angel wings, we notice that they're made out of light 
And we notice that we have a body that's connected to those wings. And when we start to focus on that a little bit, we start to notice that we can go anywhere in that body. And that wherever we go in that body and we focus, that's where we are. That's where our attention is. Wherever our attention is, that's where we are. And we can start to notice the difference between the non-physical self, the soul, and the physical self, the personality. And we start to operate from the soul, we start to operate at a completely different octave. And we can create a completely different life for ourselves. And how do we like start doing that if we need to start doing that? Well, first, first thing is you got to choose, like, it's got to be a choice. It's got to be a really conscious choice that that's what you're going to do. You know, so you want to be clear on why would you want to be doing that? You know, what's the benefit of doing that? You know, it's got to become something that's important to us to do, you know, because so many times I'm like, oh yeah, I should really do that. And then boom, I'm off to something else. And I totally forget about thing that I thought would be a really great thing to do. You know, so first making it a real conscious choice and then starting to make it a priority because the non-physical self, the soul, that's who we actually are. We're not physical beings. We're non-physical beings. And when we start operating the body from the soul, the body and the soul operate together when they operate together without all of the the mental programming in between of the oh my gosh what am i going to do all of that (laughs) that's what throws the body off kilter because every time the mind swings in one direction the body's got to counterbalance that in order for there to be alignment so every time the mind goes wandering off path the body does something to help keep everything in balance. So when we're living in stress and fear and worry, the body is responding to the stress and fear and worry. And so the body is doing something. It's creating extra cells or depleting the number of cells in accordance to what the worry is. So the more we can keep ourselves in balance and out of that state of stress and worry, the easier it is to keep our physical body in balance. So what do you suggest for like people who are like, they need to work on the stress part? (laughs) So working on the stress part, the stress part is the society induced stuff the stress is the stuff that comes from the external world and in order to counter that we have to to come back inside and we have to reclaim ourselves and it's one of the hardest things that that there is it seems because we've been taught to not notice ourselves We have been taught to put ourselves last. We have been taught to not think of ourselves, to not honor ourselves. And so to really, to sit down and really focus on the self is difficult in the beginning. At least I found it to be. But once we start to focus on the self, on who we truly are, 
peace, ease, love, joy. The easiest way to do this is to go outside, to go outside in nature yeah. and notice the difference between society and nature. And notice the difference between your energy in society and your energy when you're in nature. It's totally different. Exactly. You're so much more relaxed. I've been like taking, I've been getting back into daily walks and I'm not doing it every single day, but it's not for exercise really. Cause I already do that. It's more of just like the peace of it all it's just like your mind just relaxes and you just relax compared to like society where it's just busy 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 exactly so when we are in nature if we really notice and we start tuning in our true vibration our true nature is in total harmony with nature itself Nature itself is filled with living life force energy. And that is truly who and what we are. We are that living life force energy in a body. So when we tune into nature, then we start tuning into our own true nature and we can start reclaiming who we truly are. And it's simple. It's a simple thing, which I like everybody to have like something simple to do and stuff because it doesn't you don't have to make it complicated simple is really powerful you know there was i once heard that um like i'm not a real um not a religious person but uh, jesus used to there was a, he had a saying that the meek shall inherit the earth and I found out that in, in Aramaic, the, the language that he spoke, the word meek actually translates to simple. And I think that's the big thing. We overcomplicate things and stuff every, and just in society, we just overcomplicate everything. And then we got overcomplicate it so much that we end up not even doing whatever it is we're supposed to do like yeah. we like it's like go out in nature and people will be like well i don't have 30 minutes well right. you probably have 10 minutes mm -hmm. you're probably scrolling on social media you probably spend a lot more time watching tv and you spend tv an hour watching tv so why not spend 30 minutes going outside instead right yeah i i quit watching tv years ago greatest greatest choice i ever made <laughs> really okay like i have thought of doing it for like a couple months but right now i'm watching basketball and they're the best team and they're probably gonna win the championship so i have to watch the next couple of months for there you go for sure <laughs> i'm like this is the first time they might win it. So I'm like, I got to watch it. I really don't watch a lot of TV. Yeah. It's just, it's like, there's so much life to live, I feel like. And like, 
there's I mean unless you're sick or something then it's fine because it's a nice distraction but I think the biggest thing with TV is it's a distraction for living your life exactly yeah I finally got to I just I couldn't stand another commercial like the the <laughs> energy coming at me from that TV was just so insidious I just I couldn't I couldn't take it for even one more minute. I was just like, get rid of it. I can't, I don't want all of that propaganda coming in, all of that energy. I don't want it. Just don't want it in my home. And I think a lot of times with TV, it's sort of like, it's like the thing to do if you're bored and it's there. So people just need, like you need to realize that you, there's so much other things you can be doing with your time. Exactly. So I want to know, like, so you worked out the mental aspect, which is like, seems to be a theme with a lot of my guests that come on to the show. We always talk about the mental aspect, no matter what the topic is. And I just want to know, is there, was there anything else you were doing, like health-wise besides the mental aspect? Um, not really. You know, I started down the, the change my diet route and all of that. And I quickly realized that that was not going to be my answer. So I really did that deep dive inside. And, you know, I did go out, you know, I would go out in nature. I would go outside. I played a lot of golf <laughs> when outside. <laughs> and I got really, I, I got, got a decent golf swing going. Um, you know, I would go out and snowshoe and cross country ski and things in the winter. And, um, you know, I would go out hiking in the woods. And so, you know, that was kind of my activities, you know, other than doing the, the real inner work. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on this show. Is there anything else you would like to share? Um, sure. You know, my my book is called The Simplicity of Self-Healing. People can by Lisa Warner, and you can find that on Amazon. Um, you know, it's kind of just everything that I learned as I was going through this, kind of taking it all from the consciousness standpoint and just showing how I broke everything down and got all of my answers. Um, so that's, that's a fun thing. Um, you know, I've got a, if anybody's on Facebook and wants to join my soul sourced healing group, come on over and, and join us. Uh, you know, I post a lot in there and, uh, yeah. So that's great. I'll put all of that in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. I just want everybody to know that you have the power to heal your own body. <laughs> you don't need pills or shots or fancy protocols. You have everything you need right inside already. That's great. Thanks so much. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. <laughs>